Hello there, everybody. Welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of April 2022. I am George Morbin Cruz, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm here with uh, a new Marvel legend who has arose for this podcast, Ryan Lance. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> it's the month of Morbius. Morbius. Uh, Summer of Morbius. I got nothing. Hot Car- Morbius summer. I got nothing. Carrie, Carrie, how are you? I'm Carrie Lyles is here. Hello. Uh, this podcast was my multiverse of madness. Oh, man. <laughs> I was going to say Jared Leto fan, but that'd be, that'd be upsetting. Oh. Yeah, so I believe. Uh, yeah, so anyways. Hello there, everybody. Uh, we are here to discuss the movies of April 2022. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have no comments on the year other than... Summer is usually the time of film, and wow, it is sparse, folks. Uh, are y'all excited for a fucking uh, Jurassic Park? That's not next month, so that's that's. I still it's... need to watch the last one Fuck, that came it's out. It's fucking awful. Yeah, it sucks it ass. <laughs> Why are we watching that? No, don't. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that for us. Um. Anyways, uh, April, we got some stuff here. Um, it's a mixed bag, and I think it's gonna continue to be a mixed bag. For a while. Um, but anyways, uh, the movie that everyone's talking about, the movie that's <laughs> breaking all the records, baby, uh, Dr. Michael Morbius, a new Marvel legend, has arisen, Morbius, uh, directed by, by Daniel Espinosa and starring one Jared Leto, Matt Smith, and fucking Tyrese, that Carrie did not write on this, but Tyrese is in I, this movie. Let's remember... That this movie was so iconic that Carrie forgot to include it in the notes. <laughs> so that was written by Ryan. Because uh, okay. <laughs> he's the one who knows. Tyrese with his metal arm. Wait a minute. No, it's not. <laughs> um, anyways, Morbius, huh? It's been so long. I bet we have nothing to say about it now that it's been so long. <laughs> I said this last podcast. I have not seen Morbius, but I've heard people describe it play by play. And it's very funny that way. Oh, but uh, it doesn't sound like a great movie to watch. Uh, I enjoy his l- friend, who turns out to be Matt Smith, who he met, who, uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? I said, I asked his Milo. Last... Milo. That Milo is not, Morbius. It's not called Milo, but everybody calls him Milo, and just it's like, he's, he's, yeah, he's like, I'm on. a new orphan at the orphanage. Your name's Milo. But it's, your, your name's Milo. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll just use that name for the rest of my life. All right. <laughs> After we just met just now. Yeah, and the old dude who wasn't even a part of that conversation walks in and is like, Dump Milo. It's like, oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> my identity's been stolen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and if you didn't know, this is uh, Morbius. Uh, it's a new m- movie in the... Marvel, Bum. yeah, Sony Pictures of Marvel movie. No, Marvel something characters. Sony's Spider-Man of Marvel something like Spum. that. I call it Spum. <laughs> all right, it had an abbreviation that was like that at one point, and I thought it was like Spum. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't find it really. I can't find it fast enough. They, so they've gone through four different iterations of like their MCU thing. Um, which is very funny to me how, you know, you're three movies in and you're like, what, what are we calling this universe again? I have no idea. Spum. Spum. Yeah, that's all. Any- what does that stand for? Who cares? <laughs> it's Spum, baby! All right, Ryan, what do you think of Morbius? Oh, whoa, this movie's incredible. <laughs> it's so, like... It's so, like, like, a PowerPoint presentation on how to make a superhero movie... 
Um, and then that's it. Like, there's nothing else there. It's like, all right. First off, tragic backstory of the character as a kid that establishes, you know, his motivation. His motivation, which is he has a disease and he doesn't like bullies. All right, you got me. I- I'm already in. I got both of those things. Um, and then it goes to him, like in it, you know, as an adult, like, oh, Michael Morbius, and he's like, I'm gonna try my big thing, and then it's like, oh, I have superpowers, and then there's another person with the exact same powers as you, but they're better, and stronger, and then they do a big fight. Did they ever explain why Matt? This is Matt Smith's character, right? Yeah. Did they ever explain why he's better than Michael Morbius? Um, because. When he discovers the Michael Morbius powers from the Michael Morbius... Wait, how does he get... It's like a machine that gives him Michael Morbius blood, right? That turns him into a vampire. Because they they go on the big show... They go on the big boat. Well, they go in the cave to get the bats from the laser thing. Yeah, and then, and then on a boat. Which also, I love that because he's getting off of the uh, helicopter that he's been on with these guys for hours. And the guy's like... Hey, I think you need a doctor. I am a doctor. <laughs> Eight hours and you're just saying that and you don't know who this guy is, Why really? Why did they go on the boat? Why because, were they on a boat? Because they had to do the experiment, like, off waters because it was, like, a big, crazy, you know, out of, you know... It's international waters. International oh. waters, yes. It was something <laughs> okay. like that. I realized after you said that, I was like, yeah, they were on a boat. Well, why were they really on a boat? boat? <laughs> I don't, know if it, I don't know if it explained it, but that is what was happening. I assumed it Anyways, was that. Anyways, do you not remember how he got his powers? He, he goes w- on the boat. He goes on the boat, and on the boat there was a big machine that did the whole, like, Captain America thing, but, like, with bat blood. Mm-hmm. Um, then he's like, Morbius powers, whoa! And then yeah. he became a vampire man. Yeah, and then he attacked all the crew on the boat. Who were all hired mercenaries that were in charge of the big boat. Now, George, this was a this was like a freight a very boat. Very big boat. This was a freight boat that like eight mercenaries just owned, and we're like, yeah, we'll take take Mike, Doctor Michael Morbius, and his <laughs> big weird pod <laughs> and his science lab. Yeah, <laughs> out onto sea, and while they do their thing, we're just gonna do cards upstairs. Yeah, just playing Uno. <laughs> very funny, but uh, basically, uh, Doctor Michael Morbius and Milo Morbius have the same incurable weird blood disease um and and morbius invented fake blood yes like like pasty blood that yeah. you can use in blood transfusions yeah, yeah yeah but when he gets cured of it and becomes all ripped and gelato-y um milo is like i need you to give me the cure he's like you don't want this it's a curse not a cure that line from the, uh, from the yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah. and he's like you don't understand me dr michael morbius but then he somehow <laughs> just randomly finds the machine and gives himself the vampire powers. Yeah, I don't remember. And I know that uh, Morbius is in jail for murdering all the people on the boat. Yeah, for a little <laughs> bit, and then they let him go, I think. But that when he's in jail, that's when Matt Smith, like, sneaks in and oh, grabs the Oh, that's the right, that's right. Because he can't right. guard his lab, because he's I, in jail. <laughs> and, the reason, and the reason he's stronger is because Michael Morbius, as a good guy, is only drinking the fake blood that mm-hmm. he made but milo is like going all out on human yeah, blood because he doesn't care people. think of twilight oh, they, okay. they eat yeah. animal blood but they're supposed to eat human blood to fulfill their full vampire appetite what is matt smith's motivation 
uh, to be epic and cool yeah. and not have to be sick anymore. That is literally it. <laughs> That's literally it. He doesn't want to have his disease anymore. Also, he's a billionaire for some reason. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. And Carrie, what did you think of Morbius? I thought it was really weird and <laughs> not very good. And I really liked how Ryan pointed out afterwards how I feel like I know less about the character of Morbius after yes! watching this movie. That's like the craziest thing. I know thing. nothing about him except that his name is Dr. Michael Morbius. At no point do you like learn anything like about like him as a person or any of like his interests or motivations beyond like i'm a doctor i need to save people which like is funny because the movie begins with him putting like a girl with his same disease in a coma and then she disappears from the movie and also in her room in the hospital you can see his top secret government lab (laughs) through the window four steps away which is so bizarre (laughs) to me because there's a huge fleet of bats flying around which is like this could not be sanitary for this <laughs> hospital. There's just, there's just so much going on here um, that just feels like, you know, rewrites and like people really stretching to make a movie, which, you know, maybe don't make a Morbius movie. Yeah. Like I get that Sony wants to milk their like ability to make Spider-Man movies, but there's also like, a bunch of different Spider-Men you can make movies off of, like Spider-Gwen or Spider-Man from the Future or a noir Spider-Man movie. Like, why are you doing these weird D-tiered characters like Morbius and what's going to be next is Craven the Hunter? Because, Ryan, we need to set up for the bad guy movie. What are they called? The The Sinister Six. Yeah. Hello. And, like, I get that, but, like, the Sinister Six right now, because... Vulture shows up in the movie. And also, I read somewhere that they edited his line and, like, apparently in the um, DVD release where, like, he doesn't mention Spider-Man Yes, anymore. I was just reading this. Because, <laughs> like, in the post-credit thing, like, Morbius just drives out <laughs> in the middle of the, of the desert. Vulture comes down and he's like, Hey, Dr. Michael Morbius. I don't know why I'm in this dimension, but Something I think Spider-Man. Sp- Spider-Man. tells me Spider-Man's involved. Which, another thing that I told Carrie is, like, in his universe, like, aliens have invaded yes. the planet. Gods are rolling around. Uh-huh. Ha- like, half of the planet disappeared for five years. Uh-huh. He ends up in a different universe. Uh-huh. And his main thought is that Spider-Man's behind this. It just makes no sense. And I don't, and it's definitely because, you know, No Way Home ended up, this was supposed to come out like two years ago, but I think they probably had to move some stuff based on how the last Spider-Man movie went. But still, it's just so, such a weird movie. It's like, it's fascinating because it's like, nobody knows what's going on. I gotta respect, I mean, I don't know what the relationship is with with filming the Spider-Man movies because it's like, all right, anybody who works at Sony Corporation, I need you at least like 50 feet away from the screenwriters or anyone. Like, it's just like, don't touch anything. Yeah. Don't even show them the final cut of this movie. I don't want to see it. And then they go to a movie theater and they watch No Way Home with all of us and say, guys, we need to go back and look and change it. <laughs> Anyways, I think it's hilarious. I've seen that. It's very funny. It 
It is a very fascinating. Like, I hope the food is better in this joint. <laughs> oh my god, it's so, it's so bad in a funny way. Um, but yeah, I'm fascinated by this movie just because it's so bad, um, and it just reminds me of like those really bad. <clears throat> like it's the first like really bad superhero movie that's come out since like probably Fantastic Four. I, think. I mean, Dark Phoenix came out, man. I don't oh, know. that is also true. I forget about I that. Forgot about that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. X Women. That's the problem. You know? Oh wow, that's such a good line. <laughs> yeah, X Women. All oh, right. Yeah. I didn't uh, never watch. I never watched it, but I've seen that. Yeah. It's not great. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anything else to say about Michael? Michael? Michael Morbius? Uh, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> now no one's allowed to talk or reference this movie ever again. Now, <laughs> Jesus the Christ. Month of Morbius. I'm just over it. <laughs> Morbius has been canceled. No, just wait until next year's best of, and then it'll be Morbius will be in every category. You know that'll be the bit we come up with. Do not go in there. The Bat Cave. No, not that one. <laughs> oh my God, Terry. Let's just take your audio and put it in next year's best of, and that's it. Anyways, Craven the Hunter coming soon. Uh, that's Michael Morbius. Michael Morbius. Um. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, baby. Uh, Sonic did not release on Sonic Tuesday because they're fucking dumb. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Am I the... Did I, did, I don't remember who... who I, I went know. with you on this. Okay, I have no memory. I went a different day. So they made a, a movie called Sonic the Hedgehog in February of 2020. Uh, and we were all excited for the year to come. It was a vastly different world. And we were all excited for the, the year to come. <laughs> and what a strange movie. Remember when they had to rechange him? That's crazy. Uh, and, then the pan- and then the pandemic happened, and Sonic the Hedgehog became the last movie ever <laughs> that anyone saw. And the last movie that any child saw in... The thing I guess they watched over and over and over again because it became fucking huge. Uh, and they made another one during the pandemic. Uh, and it's out now. It's got Knuckles the Echidna, voiced by Idris Elba. Um, I am a canonically lifelong Sonic the Hedgehog fan. And I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that this movie is probably as good as the first one, which is not very good. Uh, but it's got some stuff in it. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it still has a fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, ben Schwartz. Oh. <laughs> and Ben Schwartz is still doing a great job. Yeah. He's, he's doing the best he can. I just like Ben Schwartz. He's fine. Uh, honestly, all the voice actors are fine. I think Knuck- I think Idris Elba does a great Knuckles. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. I mean, it's the voice actor of Tails from the video games, so you know she's doing a great job. I and mean, it sounds like Tails. It's, it's fine. It's just everything around it that is so bizarre. Um... That we take a whole subplot to go to this fucking wedding, and I sincerely, legitimately forgot I was watching a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Like, not I'm not playing a bit. When we got back to Sonic, I was like, "Whoa, this Whoa. is so jarring." Uh, then I was like, oh, "Okay, whatever." Um, I don't know why they feel the need to have that bit with the uh, uh, with the wedding, the fake wedding, but whatever. Um. Anyways, yeah, I think this movie's it's still kind of cringe and it's still kind of dumb. It's for kids. Um, eh, I don't know. It doesn't I don't know? Carrie, what'd you think of it? I thought it was very funny that Shamar Moore was in this movie. <laughs> he plays the the fake husband. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, when he showed up, I leaned over to Greg and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Shamar Moore!" And he's like, "I." Okay. And I was like, he's from Criminal Minds. He's an FBI agent. And then when the reveal happened that he was actually an undercover FBI agent, I was like, I fucking knew it. 
Sorry, a gun agent. G U N agent. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right, gun. Right. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah. I knew he was an undercover agent, though. <laughs> you can't pull one over on me, Sonic 2. But yeah, I thought this movie was fine. Yeah. I, Greg really liked did it. Did you dislike? Did you like it? How much compared to the first one? Is it better or worse or about the same? Mm. I remember much less. I remember you it. not liking the first one. Right? I thought the first one was fine. Like I, did, I never thought it was like a horrible movie, but I didn't think it was very great either. But I ended up watching it a lot because Greg really liked it. That's and, weird. Uh, I, <laughs> if someone doesn't like Sonic the Hedgehog that much, that's I, weird. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I guess I would have to. I'm sure I'll watch it again, the second one, because Greg loved it. So I think I'll it's have on to Paramount Plus. It is on Paramount. Oh, no. no, not yet. Actually, I, I saw. Okay, I was gonna okay. say, don't tell Greg. That. <laughs> the first one's still there. Not? <laughs> oh no, I rejected him. <laughs> but yeah, I think they're both. I think they're both sort of yeah. equal for me. I remember not as much of the second one, but I enjoyed. I enjoyed all the Shamar Moore parts. I guess. Ryan, I. As as it is recorded on this podcast, when I first saw Sonic, the first Sonic Hedgehog, I was like, that's fine. But like over time and sitting with it and seeing people's reactions, like overwhelmingly positive reactions to right. it, like it just made me hate the movie with a deep passion. <laughs> and when I came out of Sonic 2, it was a similar thing. It was like, it's fine. Like there's less people stuff and that's what I and like it's six, less James Marsden, less I, James Marsden, and more of like Sonic interacting with like Tails and Knuckles and Eggman. It's like that feels like yeah. Sonic. That feels like a fun like like they all have good you know chemistry together. Um, but then like whenever we went back to the people, it's like what are you doing here? There is nothing you guys can possibly do here besides like be like I'm your dad, Sonic. It's like, Whoa, through the power of my father, I can do anything. <laughs> that was weird. And it's it's just it's just bizarre, like like trying to mesh like this like very like like the Hollywood like adaptation with trying to be a faithful video game thing together. Yeah. It it's weird. And I do hate this movie still. <laughs> like people I and I don't want to be like, oh people like this movie, so I hate it. But like the way people talk, I've heard people talk about this movie is like Like it's just good. Yeah, it's like, what are you saying? Like what like have you never seen a movie before? There really is something about Sonic, there's a normal effect where it's like, I'm the baby, gotta love me. Um I guess. I don't know. People like I and I like Sonic. I love Sonic, but there's something about the movies where like, uh But it's know. like I, I'm like listen because like I follow a bunch of like video game people like online and like hearing some of their takes on Sonic, it's like have you never watched a movie before? It's like that Boss Baby meme of like, you've never seen a movie besides the Boss Baby. And you're saying like, wow, this movie Interstellar has a lot of Boss Baby vibes. Huh? <laughs> it's like that. It's like you've seen two movies, Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And it like, it just baffles my mind. Um, you know what I mean, George? Yeah, yeah I'm just trying to think of anything else. Uh, that green screen effect when oh! <laughs> Jim Carrey's in the egg. <laughs> That was <laughs> the worst terrible. I've ever seen. <laughs> it looks awful. Like it, oh my god! It looks really bad. I felt like our brains like <laughs> telepath for a minute. They're like, "Whoa, <laughs> that was crazy." How do people defend this? Um. Yeah, that's something. When we 
we were walking out, uh, Greg was like, it's crazy how Sonic and Sonic 2 are the best video game movies now. And I was like, I don't know, man. Silent Hill's right there. And he's like, oh, I've never seen Silent Hill. And I was like, well, we're watching Silent really? Hill. Really? Yeah, I know, right? That's he said bizarre. he'd seen the second one. And I was like, the second one's awful. <laughs> I gotta watch that with but, him. Uh, There's no, he's, li- he's lying. He might he be lying. He saw the thing but... where fucking Pyramid grabs that lady's like... <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think he said he'd seen parts of it or something. saw that. But yeah. yeah, well, I told him that was the best part. And uh, we that, were watching what, what Silent What do you think about Hill. that one? He, he liked it, but he also hates it because he liked parts of it, but there were parts of it that frustrated him so much that it made him hate Now the Sean Bean stuff's not he good. He said the Sean Bean yeah, stuff was stupid. And during the scene near the end when she finally finds the girl and they have the whole... Here's the backstory yeah. flashback scene, and it's just the little girl telling the story. Greg, I saw his soul leave his body while the scene was happening. He's like, this is terrible. <laughs> and I was like, but you see, Greg, I it's, like it. a, it's like a video game, because there's this long, yeah. boring exposition. He was like, yeah, but I can't skip it here. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly like a video game. You got to the thing, and it's like, all right, time to explain everything. That's what I and said. And then we get the bending, but, and it's over. <laughs> but Greg wasn't having it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, the movie's great. I think video game movies are just going to be bad, and I think we I don't just think need to so. accept that. I think we'll get to them, uh, because they're the, they're the next IP mine that we can make fucking cinematic universes of, yeah, got, and nonsense out of. for you, Ryan. The Mario movie's coming. That is true. It's okay, now, let's, okay. It's now April, though. <laughs> we gotta talk about that. We gotta talk about this is Miyamoto. This is Miyamoto. Okay. Have so you seen the, this tweet, Carrie? Are you familiar who Miyamoto is, the creator uh, of Mario? Okay, yeah. Okay, so out of nowhere, <laughs> they made they put a tweet on the official Nintendo account, unprompted, providing an update on the Mario movie and saying that it was delayed. No. And it started with, "This is Miyamoto," as in Miyamoto himself came to the <laughs> Nintendo America Twitter account to say, "I apologize that we have to delay the Mario movie that I know." You're all so looking forward to. And then it starts like, I was talking to my partner, Chris-san. And I was like, not Chris Pratt, Chris, some other Chris, the Minions guy. Yeah, but the it was still funny. The, the it was like, because we all know he thinks he's so cool. Yeah. He's just so cool. <laughs> Anyways. My, my problem with like that delay is not like, it being delayed is like, whatever. But like... It came out like shortly after Sonic exactly, 2. Exactly, exactly. And people were like, oh my god, they're scared of Sonic 2. It's like, no, no, December's a crappy time to put out movies. To be and they fair. delayed it to, to make more money. That's how movies work. Yeah, and also, I think they're making a new Croods movie, and I think that's going to take that spot. Yeah, yeah. It's like Croods and like Avatar's coming out then, and yeah. that's going to get some family crowds too. So it's like, it makes sense to delay it. Still. Not like they're going to redo the whole movie. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, well, first of all, I think it's. God, it's like I video think... game people know nothing about movies. They need to stop talking still, about them. I, still, I hate video game movies. I still will say it is the Mario movies to lose. There's no way Mario can compete with Sonic on the movie thing. I, I really don't think oh, so. Oh, no, no, because I, Sonic fans are, like, seething. And Sonic is just cool. Like, if you're a little kid, that guy's cool. He's Ben Schwartz. He's, he said the, uh, uh, the fucking, uh, what the fuck, uh, the, the worst. worst. Yeah, he says, great. He says that it. line. I, hate, I, I hated that. That was great. That was awful. Yeah, was not <laughs> I love that character. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that character. I love that show. But that reference made me. Shit if it was, pants. what if it was? It was uh, technically, I'm homeless. Would that have been better? That would have been pretty good, though. That would have been pretty good. <laughs> Anyways, be point being, I don't. I think. I don't think the Mario movie can compete with Sonic. And if I do like to think there's part of Nintendo. 
and Japan. One, I think they're probably the worst people to work with. They're probably Marvel Disney level. Oh, 100%. Except with. they've never made a movie no, before. So they have so no idea. Also. And also, but also, if I was Nintendo, I'd be like, there is no fucking way we can lose to the fucking Sonic movie. We put those motherfuckers out of business. Are you fucking kidding me? This is Miyamoto, bitch. Mario, motherfucker. Anyways, that's my tangent on the Sonic movie. I think it's okay. I like the, I like the Kid Cudi song. Uh, I think the way they introduced Shadow sucked. All the gun stuff sucked. I, I called I that 100%. It. I, never, I hated that it. That I called that 100%. Come on, guys. I didn't even get beta writers. You gotta at least pretend it's cool. You gotta <laughs> pretend it's a moment. They don't give it a moment. Like, they give you the stinger, but it's like, here's the comedic guy, gun guy. Uh, who's all like, oh, blah, 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 fucking hell, no shadow. It's like nobody tried. Nobody fucking tried at all. Why would they? Cause, because, because <laughs> it's <laughs> so easy. Because all they do is like, I know. shadow's I coming. Know. And then everyone is like losing their minds. But you can make it good is my problem. You can make this it's good. It's this team. They can't. I know. Anyways, uh, maybe after, um, anyways. So Jim I, Carrey, <laughs> this is Jim Carrey's most profitable movie of all time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yikes. Um, better than the Grinch I know right that's what? crazy that's crazy right um, and so he's gonna retire he's, right. is what he's saying yeah. you sure uh, he just wants a bigger paycheck <laughs> oh that also that but also he may be going he's gonna be going full NFT crazy but maybe he won't now because of um, his Luna crashed because it's whatever. maybe whatever the fucking shit anyways so here's what I'm saying should replace Eggman Michael Shannon Michael oh. Shannon is Dr. Dude, Eggman. Go restart. Awesome. Restart. You got Shadow. Do a two hour and a half movie. Sonic Adventure 2. We we redo it. You get Rose the Bat. Who do you get to play Rose the Bat? I don't fucking know. But Michael Shannon oh, as I Dr. Made, Eggman. I made a list somewhere on my letterbox of That'd who should awesome. play the rest of the That's Sonic characters. That's who should characters. play Eggman. That's what I got to say. That'd be great. Anyways, we should probably move on with Sonic. No. <laughs> really, really quick, I just want to All say right. the who actors who I thought should right. play. Uh, Rouge de Bat. Um, oh, that'd be cool. Um, Zoe, Zoe Deschanel is Amy Rose. Oh, I thought you were going to say her as Rouge de Bat. No, no, like, Zoe no. Deschanel is Amy Rose. Zach Galifianakis is Big the Cat. Sure. Um, I put Stephanie Batrice as Rouge the Bat. Who's that? She is the, uh, she's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She's like the tough, oh! she's like the tough cop. Is she, is she the, I've only met whatever the hell, but I'd die for him? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah lady? 100%. Okay. And then okay. I wrote Rami Malek as E-102 Gamma. That'd be great. I'd I love that. that. And then I'm still calling Lakeith Stanfield as, um, Shadow the Head. Great! I'd love that. Yes. That'd he, be great. He has that energy. Anyways, Shadow the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's okay. It's it's kind of bad, actually. <laughs> actually, you know what? It's, it's no, I like that movie. We're a uh, duel. Um, duel. Duel. Duel, baby. Uh, I don't know much about this one. It's time to duel. Uh, this is a Riley Stearns movie. Uh, our self-defense guy. All right. We've yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. it multiple times, and I keep forgetting. Uh, Karen and I, we both watched it separate times. Uh-huh. Um... This is a movie about uh, Karen Gillan um, has a condition where she has a terminal condition. She's yeah. going to pass away. And in this weird world that they live in, she is able to get a perfect clone of herself um, that will basically replace her when she dies. It's like a grief easing process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like your family doesn't have to live without you because you can clone yourself. Yes. But... Um, during the, and she does that, and during the course of the movie, her condition goes away, 
but because of the rules, now that she's not going to die, her and her clone need to have a fight to the death to determine who will take over the life of this person. Um, and much like the art of self-defense, it is the driest humor <laughs> uh, you have ever seen, the driest delivery, and it's pretty good. I like I it like a lot. It. Yeah. I think it has a lot of you know, exposition to explain what is going on, which is a lot more tough than, you know, the art of self-defense, but much like that movie, it has some really solid humor that really yeah. just, like, killed me a lot of times. It has Aaron Paul. Mm. Aaron Paul, yeah. He's he, really good in the movie. He is so good. He has, he has one of my favorite jokes in, in the <laughs> yeah. movie. Um, but, Carrie, what, what do you think about the movie? I thought it was pretty good. I think for whatever reason, the <clears throat> I think it's just because it's not Jesse Eisenberg in this movie, but I was going to say the, the flatness feels a lot more put upon in this mm. movie. It doesn't feel as like, this is this world. Yeah. But it, other than that, I had a good time, and I thought it was interesting. I feel like the first part of it is a little slow, and then once Aaron Paul's character comes in, it picks yeah. up a lot more. But once that happens, it's a really fun time. And it's interesting, and I like... I like what it has to say about things. About things and, and stuff. stuff. Whoa, interesting. <laughs> so you would give it a recommendation. I would. I recommend it. Whoa. <laughs> Flip that on the DVD cover. <laughs> I feel like every movie we have we talk about, I have to relate back to Greg somehow. <laughs> okay. And, uh, I saw this movie. I invited Greg, and I was like, it's this movie. And he said, nah. And then like two days later, he was like, oh my god, Carrie, the, the art of self-defense person has a new movie out. And I was like, I invited you to go see that, you asshole. And he was like, oh. Oh no. My bad. <laughs> what would you do if Greg cloned himself and you had two of him living in the apartment? Yeah, they said we had to do the deck, but they didn't want to deal with Greg that. Greg is like, okay, so this time of day is when we get up from the computer and go over and tell Carrie that she's stupid. <laughs> then we sit back down. <laughs> Or if Carrie's reading a book, we hit it out of her hands. <laughs> I'm thinking of the scene where, like, her her clone is, like, talking to her about, like, their boyfriend. He's like, and we're gonna have sex when we come back. And as you know, I'm very loud. It's <laughs> yeah. like, Carrie, I'm gonna masturbate when I get home. <laughs> as you know, we're very loud. <laughs> Good. Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Good. I love the future. It's great. All right. Is there anything else to say about Duel, baby? No, I don't want to. I don't want to give away too much because it's it's just very fun. Check it out. It's a fun time. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's Duel. Uh, next movie on here. We're all going to the World's Fair, baby. Um, I don't think there's anybody of note. I mean, not anybody that is like well known on this yeah. one. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Um. So yeah, I don't know. This is a movie about the internet. Uh, <laughs> and about the the sort of uh. I guess life you live if you, if you really into a community and into the internet and like wanting attention. Yeah, I don't know. Like parasocial. A, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. That's a certain the, subset of internet loneliness. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know, Ryan. You want to explain this one? It's like so. It's about the high school age girl and her relationship with this kind of like creepy pasta community thing, yeah. where you know you do this internet challenge the world's fair challenge and you then you're supposed to then document you know what happens to you after the challenge because supposedly 
your body and like things change mm-hmm. with you, you know, after you do the challenge, so, like weird, creepy stuff. And of course, there's all this internet lore about it that's yeah. connected that people like and talk a about and stuff. Bunch like, of videos and whatnot. So it kind of like as it goes on, it's like, okay, are they are the people like like playing it up or is it because of the way you know because a lot of impressionable kids are watching so they're seeing people who might be playing up like they're thinking something might be going on with them in their world these kids love them creepy pastas they do i mean i enjoyed like reading them i never got like into them but it's like oh this is an i love that that drowning ben i like i like that ben drowned one that was interesting that was a good read gary has no idea never you would think that I would be a creepypasta person, but That's I don't true. think I've ever read a creepypasta besides that one with the clown statue. I don't got, know the clown statue. That got posted. <laughs> this is going to be so weird. That got posted. <laughs> do, you, do either of you know about Stardoll? No. It's like a website that I went on when I was a kid where it's like a dress-up game website. Oh. But you could have... The a- creepy doll got posted on the doll. <laughs> oh, right? Because you could, you made a profile, but you would have like a blog MySpace oh, type okay. thing oh, okay. under your... You would have like your closet with your avatar and all your outfits and shit. But you would also have a blog space. And that would get like the story of the because there's like a girl babysitting and then there she calls the people and is like can i cover up your clown statue it's really freaking me out and they're like oh my god get out of the house we don't have a clown statue and there's a clown murder on the loose and she's like holy shit but then it's like repost this three times otherwise the clown statue that was on everyone's profile god i love i love that was like 2008 internet yeah that was my world's fair (laughs) stardoll.com so anyways that's the stuff we're doing with this movie uh and yeah we have like this character she like meets this character who like supposedly knows stuff i mean not really you know um I don't know the thing about this movie. I, I like it as like, like it's this, interesting that they made is, a movie about this. This yeah. would be like a good movie. Like I'm gonna write a paper on a movie or do yeah. a film essay on a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like it has that kind of energy. Like that. There's something happening in Halloween Three: Season of the Witch that oh, yeah. we have on the background. Sex scene. The um, mustache that really, that really distracted me for a second. We're talking about like an intellectual <laughs> film. Also, we're watching Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it has big, like, I, I could talk about this. Like if I really wanted to like delve into like a film essay thing or like a paper thing, like this would be a good thing for that. It's not like a, you know, like, Oh, like creepy movie. Like, yeah, blah. no, he's kind of watching like, huh? Yeah. Right. It's not, it's That's a film. It's a film. I very much respect mm. is how I would put it. Okay. I want to watch it again. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I liked it a lot, but also I feel like uh, now that I know what it is, I would get more out of it. Yes, I had no idea what I was signing up for watching it. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um... That that bit, that part where she's like dancing is really weird. I didn't enjoy that. Part. Oh yes. Oh the TikTok-y. the TikToky. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, oh. Anyways, this is a an interesting movie. Um. It's hard to recommend it. I guess, like, if you're, if what we said sounds at all at least interesting, and you have about an hour and twenty minutes, yeah, it's yeah, very maybe short. Watch it. Uh, it's more of a movie, like, yeah, huh? You just chew on that, and you, yeah, I saw that. That's, uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, the internet is really weird. It's a little crazy. Uh, anyways, that's where I was going to the World's Fair. World, World's Fair. I was the only one in the movie theater when I watched it. 
on this. There was yeah. like quite a few people. Yeah, because we yeah. went to the advanced screen, and I think that's oh, what. Oh right. And that's what people are like. Oh, we gotta go see. But then like this will be the only time we're gonna be able to see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then Alamo just had like a bunch more shows. Like that there's week. no, no, yeah, yeah like, there's nothing showing, guys. And I saw it like at ele- eleven a.m. So. Oh yeah, yeah nice. that's prime world's yeah, fair I, I viewing. Is it on HBO Max? I think, yet, or I, think I read. It's be eventually. I read that HBO Max bought like the rights to it. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, we're all going to the World's Fair. Uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent, baby, starring one Nicolas Cage, based on the life and times of Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Uh, it is a, uh, I guess. Nicholas Cage playing Nicholas Cage. Uh, I think, I guess, current. I was trying to figure out if it was like, is this pre Mandy? But then he mentions the Mandy chainsaw. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so this is post Mandy. This is current. Day. This current, is. This if you watched, <clears throat> if you watched the Q and A that Alamo played oh. after Mandy, <laughs> where he's talking to Kevin Smith and he walks in with his gold leather jacket and sits down, and after he sits down, he like you see him touching his pockets is like where and then he pulls out a pair of sunglasses and then wears them for the rest of the interview that's the era of nicholas cage oh, working okay. with here so yeah this is a movie about the the career and life of nicholas cage uh in a sort of comedy sort of weird adventure uh that he goes on uh, as nicholas cage is trying to the character of nicholas cage is here is i mean i don't know i mean it's weird it's like he wrote it feels like he wrote his character as what people see, por- him, as. see him as, like yeah. this guy who's like trying to chase, be relevant again. Yeah. Uh, and so that's who he's playing here, where he wants to like, not like the next one. This is gonna be the one that's gonna bring us back. Although I never left, we never left. We were <laughs> yeah. always here. Um, and stuff. It's clear that's getting away in, in, in this movie. It's getting away of his personal life and stuff. And he's like, you know what? I'm done. It, it's over. Until his agent, who's Neil Patrick Harris, for some reason, for some reason, tells him to, "Hey, we got this gig of this guy who paid a million dollars to go to his birthday party, uh, and it's Pedro Pascal." And it turns out he's a massive weird Nicolas Cage fan. <laughs> uh, and then the FBI, well, with Tiffany Haddish and that fucking guy—I don't know his name—but he's always in some weird movie. Uh, yeah, he's in a lot of I stuff. Sure, he's. If he you plays, told me that name, he I plays that guy. Put a head to it. <laughs> he plays a lot of that guy yeah. kind of guys. Um, they're like, oh man, he's like a murderer. He's like a cartel guy. You gotta stop him. Um, but he's really cool. But he's really cool. <laughs> he loves my movies. He likes Paddington too. <laughs> he loves Paddington. There can too. never be a bad person who likes Paddington too. That's true. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh. I guess I'll start with it. I, I think it's a movie. I am. It is a movie that could have easily fucked up, and I think it is successful in feeling sincere and funny. Um, and I think it's really nice that Nicolas Cage was able to do a movie reflecting on his career while he's still an able-bodied, insane person who's still working. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really interesting that he made a movie like looking back on it all and saying something about. Like, it's a very Nicolas Cage move. Yeah, somehow. yeah, it's yeah. a very Nicolas Cage move. Uh, and I think there's some there's, there's something here for people who like are hardcore Nicolas Cage people who like know he's a great actor, not a watched up has been. And there's also something here for people who only watch, only know him for the memes mm-hmm. or whatever the hell. And I think there's equal <clears throat> funny fun stuff. That's what I thought of it. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know, Carrie. Obviously a big Nicolas Cage I fan. I do love Nicolas Cage and. 
I think this movie was fun. I don't think it was anything super deep. No. I think it was just fun. It was, I was worried from the trailers that it was just going to be horrible, big budget studio comedy kind of crap. Yeah. And there are parts of it that I'm like, all right, I roll. But on the whole, it's like, this is fun. And I like Nicolas Cage enough that even, like, I watch the shittiest movies because sure. I love him. But, so even him doing kind of bland stuff, I'm still like, this is great. It helps that Pedro Pascal is Pedro adorable. Pascal is so He's so good, good in this movie. Yeah. It, it, he like, really helped I me. Had, I'd never <laughs> watched something where I connected with Pedro Pascal before just as an actor because I haven't watched a ton of his stuff. And then I was like, this guy's awesome. And, like, yeah. he just has such an infectious laugh. And he's so sweet. <laughs> and I love him in this movie. Yeah, he's played a lot of different roles, like a lot of serious roles and a lot of, like, He's done a lot of different stuff. I've never seen anything like this, and he mm. plays it so well that's that so he, like, he's mostly dramatic actor, and you can't. He just feels really sincere. Like he, it doesn't feel. <laughs> it feels very genuine that yeah. he, the he the sincerity loves he loves Cage. Nicolas Cage. That's and, really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really yeah. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, I I liked it too. Uh, it's just it just feels like a nice, fun comedy film. Uh, I think the thing I like the least that felt the most disconnected is like that like inner head Nicolas Cage yeah that was a that little weird, weird. I, that got weird and like it didn't really go anywhere and I get why they put in there because they wanted like this you know, is what people think they I wanted are. they wanted that big Nicolas Cage yeah. stuff because that's not who Here's he the silly is stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not. but like it just was like weird bottle hugs to himself <laughs> that ended up just and I was like this is funny on paper, and I like the idea of this, but I thought it'd like go somewhere with it, but I think it, it did it. It's weird because, and I've seen a lot of interviews with Nicolas Cage where like there is a sincerity, and, and he's mentioned like his acting, like it's all genuine, like it's like another level, and he knows it's another level. Yeah. But for this one, it's like he's he's clearly playing a <sighs> a version of himself, a version of himself that. He never wrote the narrative on or the story, right. like the the weird, crazy. I mean, it's so weird because he is a lot of those things, but there is a dramatization that the internet has created of him, right. and that's what he explains. So it doesn't feel sincere because right. he never made that. Yeah. Not, yeah. So but, it's weird because well, he's just always putting his heart into yeah. whatever movie he's doing. Yeah, so and it's all like organic. Yeah. So in this, it's like be like that, be like that other thing you did. Yeah. He, he gets in his weird headspace. He's like, I don't know how to be like that. I need to be like what I'm doing yeah. right now. <laughs> I think this movie does a good job of him explaining. I mean, he talks about those those movies like <laughs> impressed, but I think in this movie they also touch on that a little. Like, hey, yeah, those. I'm still putting every like if you watch those movies, I am not phoning it in. No. I am giving everything in those movies. And even in this one, he's he's given exactly what he needs to do and what is being asked of him in the film, which is so, yeah. admirable. He is an incredible actor, <laughs> and I'm tired of people being like, you know, did you watch The Wicker Man? It's like, yeah, that movie sucks, but, like, he's going crazy. <laughs> like, he's giving everything. Excuse like, you, that movie sucks. <laughs> I have never seen it, but that's just, it's you know, the concern. It's not really very good. Yeah. <laughs> But like, imagine anyone else. The being, original Wicker Man. 
The fucking, original Wicker fucking Man phenomenal. is fucking awesome. <laughs> but like, shit. imagine any other actor in that role. Yeah, no. It, it, it'd just be a boring... We be talking about yes. that movie. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. That's why he is such a unique actor. Mm. Yeah, it is. Again, his son's name is Cal L. Yeah. Who else no, is like that? About that. <laughs> Who else does that? Who else is that much of an unabashed nerd? Yeah. <laughs> See, I think it's cool that he was able to make it. And uh, again, this movie like did it, it terribly. It did. Really? Yeah, this movie tanked. Oh, no. I mean, the it's box office. honestly, I think it's fine. Yeah. Like I, again, it's like this movie will out. Like again, obviously as an actor, your body of work will outlive you forever. Sure. But it's weird. And he it, knows that, and he know he knows that for <laughs> yeah. sure. Uh, but it's again, it's rare that you get the opportunity a whole movie to be like, like all right, let me. I, I again, it's not like I'm dying tomorrow. Like I am able bodied. I'm I'm fine. Right. But let me say something mm-hmm. about how I feel about it, and this movie will always be there as a companion. Like. Hey, you was like that. You say you saw a Nicolas Cage movie. I think that's how everyone was like. You saw you see a Nicolas Cage. Like, there's something about this guy and his guy. whole vibe. I kind of need to watch National Treasure Guy. Mm, yeah, I need to watch more of him. <laughs> uh, and then eventually you'll find this movie. Like, yeah, like it's a it, it's it's really cool. I think it's it's fascinating and neat. Um, yeah, it's cool. Man, uh, that's the massive talent. That's the unbearable weight of massive talent. But uh, it's been well documented. I do not give a shit about this movie here. Uh, and no, no, so did not a lot of people. Uh, the Robert Eggers, the Northman, baby. Uh, I will, I will kill you forever. I will find your mother, and I will avenge your father. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you both see the Northman? Yes. I did. Yes. Okay. Who well, wants to go first? Uh, uh, well, you see. This guy, I don't remember his character's name. Um, what's this basically? This is Macbeth, right? Or what is what is it based no, on? Oh, Hamlet. Hamlet, yes, it was one of those. It's basically Hamlet. I don't remember what Hamlet is. Uh, it's his, like his, I need to get revenge for my dog. Yeah, for my dad. dad is dead at the hands of his uncle. Lion, yeah. Lion King. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I will kill you, Fueller. I will avenge you, father. I will save you, mom. Ma. <laughs> Ma. It's weird to me how much, like, I enjoyed this movie, but I also don't care. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, that's the thing when I was watching, I was like, this is a very well done movie. Like, the violence is just enough. <laughs> it's very good, yeah. The violence is good without being too much, and it's creative, and all the performances are just fine. The sets are very well made. Bjork looks crazy. Bjork is awesome. Um... <laughs> There's lots, lots of like weird mythical stuff that's kind of like that looks very good, but it's also just very sprinkled in there and yeah. doesn't feel very like purposeful and yeah, it's just fine. Like I don't yeah. know. Like it's weird because like the witch and the lighthouse very much feel like they're saying something about like whatever they, subject matter they're tackling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being gay or being a girl. <laughs> Like, like, but like, this is just like. God forbid you're both. <laughs> oh no! Oh heavens no! <laughs> but like, the Northman is just it. Like, it's the mo- it's the most straight movie he's made. That's true. And like, I don't like Boo. that. I know, right? Boo! Boo! And like, I was just walking away. Like, yeah, I guess. I wish you would have worked on that 
Nosferatu I remake know, instead, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> um, which I've what she's been asked about. Apparently, that's been very difficult for him to work on. Somehow, I mean, uh, doesn't uh-huh. seem that. But, I mean, I'm not a filmmaker, but like you're just remaking Nosferatu. Just make Nosferatu. Just make. Seriously, it's been remade thousands of times. Guy, walk up the stairs. You know Robert Benson, he'll do it. That would be awesome. He needs to do it. Imagine. I know, right? I the movie writes itself. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the Northman. The Northman. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I, I was talking to Greg about it because I went to see it with him, and he felt kind of similarly that it's just, it's very technically impressive, but also just kind of plotting and boring. But yeah. I don't know. But I told him that it would, it falls in my category of like, uh, Dunkirk in 1917 and like yeah. Tenet and all that shit where I'm like this is really well made I don't give a shit yeah <laughs> which is like crazy cause like I've, I've heard people like love people love this like movie. go crazy they, over this movie I don't know I and I just don't I wish that was me <laughs> maybe it's because like I'm not an action film kind of guy and I don't care about yeah. historical but it's just like I, I just watched it and I was just like Man, I should rewatch The Green Knight. Oh yeah, the Green Knight. Cuz like that was again. like cuz that was historical and it had similar like, you know, themes of like destiny and, mm. you know, bleh, and like that whole like medieval crap. And like <laughs> I just liked that I just liked what it did with that more. You know what? It, medieval crap. It is crap. It is crap. The medieval times suck. I'm so sick of people being like, man, medieval times would've been great. Are you kidding me? Pissing and shitting in the stream? You drink from that too, idiot. God damn it. No AC? I would die immediately. I have hypothyroidism. I would be killed. I can't survive then. Do you think Anya Taylor-Joy would look that good when she can't take a decent That's bath? That's true. She looks way too good in that movie. That's true. Anyways. She also does nothing in the movie. Yeah. So is and he, like, is she a witch? Because she's like, Aww. she's like, I break people with my mind, but like, she doesn't do anything. Oh, I don't, I don't fucking. Know. I have no idea what she's doing there. I'm probably never gonna watch this movie. Oh, again, me, to me too. So is he not doing Nosferatu now? Is he doing something? Else? Uh, it's like on the back back burner. What is he doing next? Because I don't I know. Have no idea. <laughs> I think I think he said he wants it to be his next thing. Okay. Well, and uh, he has a good pace. Like what? he's he's been at, he's had a good oh, like film pace, right, yeah. so I feel like he's gonna have something like in the next two years. Yeah, he but has I, to, he has to find like some cursed book to base a movie off of or something. Um, I feel like he found like lighthouse logs at a Goodwill or something, and was like, I can make a movie out of this. It's like, honey, <laughs> look at the Starlight.com, the clown. Yeah, <laughs> Stardoll.com. Stardoll.com. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> about your star yeah i was gonna think you're thinking of coke <laughs> honey look at my star oh the star <laughs> anyways that's the northman i'm personally excited i don't have to hear about this movie again because it's just uh i felt nothing about it and uh turns out i was right that's fine i will say afterwards our our friend matt asked me he was like is alexander Skarsgård pretty hot in that movie and i'm like mm, i'm more of a bill Skarsgård person yeah, and he, he went oh you are aren't you <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, how long have you known me? <laughs> yeah, you can't just asking, assume you're that. You're asking me about Alexander Skarsgård. You're asking me about my preface in Skarsgård. Most Tom Brady ass. <laughs> yeah. He 
he's and, fine. I mean, he's fine. He's, he's just very, very basic. He's also, not very yeah. interesting. I, I'm not gonna be interested in a character who's just like I'm jacked and I love killing. I'm jacked pillaged. and I'm pissed off. <laughs> I'm Pat. I'm jacked and like and like I get it. Like he's not a good character, but he's the protagonist. Right. But, like, I don't care about him. You're supposed to think, what if I were in his situation? Would you? Again, I would die because it's medieval times and those no, times Ryan, suck. No, Ryan, you would get jacked and go on a boat and row the boat and seek revenge. Yes, I would join a pack of rapists and murderers and be like, I'm justified in my decision. He's like, I need to reclaim my lane, but the guy fucked up. And, like, his lane is now just, like, a small village of 20 people. Like, who cares <laughs> now? Like, Fuck it, I still want it. It's about the principle. So it is the Lion thing. King. Mm-hmm. Okay, Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Like, you're not even getting your kid to back. Go get your kid to back. It's just there. You're and an idiot. Again, there's no public <laughs> education system. Another reason why these times are terrible. No one can read. Anyways. Have you seen the fonts? They're terrible. <laughs> The Northman, that's that. Alright. Now, last movie we're talking about is probably the biggest movie of the month and might be the maybe biggest... Maybe of the year. Maybe the best movie of the year. Maybe it, of the entire multiverse. What? Oh, <laughs> oh my god, uh, guys. It says Dr. Michael Morbius again. <laughs> the next film from Daniels, the directoral duo who made a Swiss army man. Uh, Everything All at Once, starring Michelle Yeoh, a uh, movie about a middle-aged Chinese-American woman who runs a laundromat service who is being tax audited. And uh, everything around her... Yeah, crazy. That's a little (laughs) different. Uh, Everything around her in terms of family is falling apart, but she doesn't know it because she's too uh, wrapped up in her business that's failing and being audited. Um, and then, uh, she talks- And ladies and gentlemen, if that didn't sell you on the movie, I don't know what <laughs> Uh, and then turns out that, uh, there's a multidimensional fucking, uh, being who's going to fucking destroy all fucking reality as we know it, unless you fucking stop it. Uh, and then things get fucking wild. Um, this movie's fucking incredible. Yeah, um, right? Uh, Weird. In terms of just, like, uh... Production in terms of script writing, in terms of the performance from Michelle, um, yeah, it's just fucking fantastic. I mean, I, I think our expectations, everyone's expectations, were through the roof with this right. movie, and I think it delivers. It's just yeah. so impressive. Yeah, um, I, I, I told my friend, I was like, it's insane how I went in expecting this to be yeah, like the best, best movie, movie ever. I've ever seen, and, I, and my expectations were met. Yeah, <laughs> like, Whoa, <the> that's crazy. <laughs> Uh, I remember, like, when, like, it was over, like, I turned to you, and you were already giving it five stars. <laughs> it's like, what are you giving it? Are you going to eat ask? <laughs> it's like, uh, I Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else to say? I mean, I think for me, what I'll say real quick is, emotionally, I did not, unfortunately, I unfortunately did not connect with it on an emotional level on my first viewing. Uh, I got a little bit lost. I, like, they changed the outfit. Okay, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it. Uh, but you might have seen it. But anyways, at the third act of this movie, they change, or at some point, they're changing outfits. They're changing a lot. outfits, and well, I thought they when, were in, when she shows up in the red. Sweater. And I thought they were in a different dimension. <laughs> I didn't know this was the canon. Like this is the main one we're focusing on. Right. This is the arc. I had no idea. So I was like, oh wait, no, this is the arc. Okay. And so I was all over the place in my head, and I yeah. couldn't connect the emotional dots and stuff. But I still. Thought it looked incredible, and I thought the performances were great and fantastic. So that's where I felt about it. So if I rewatched it again, it'll probably all connect, and I'll be like, "Great, I love it fully." 
Um, but yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Ryan. Uh, yeah, that I I felt similar. Like, wow, that's crazy. But like, I really wanted to watch it with someone who knew nothing going on. So I forced our friend uh, Zoe to see it with me. She had not heard of it at all. And my God, <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> Uh, every like 10 minutes she was like what the hell's going on right now <laughs> yeah. and like it's so cause like I think like the scope of it is so big but like they balance it so well by like just slowly getting there and then just going crazy but because it's like very funny and cartoony like when it goes crazy you're just like yeah this is ridiculous and uh, yeah, obviously obviously it'd be hot dogs and you know all this stuff i'll be honest i got sick of the hot dogs by the end of it i'll be honest i'm sorry i know i'm canceled now i mean i mean i didn't think you'd recover from the paddington fiasco but you know here we are i don't get it i'm a crazy person i understand you watched a whole movie about how good paddington 2 was (laughs) that was the consensus of the barefoot way to massive talent it was just an ad for Paddington 2. Oh, look, I respect it. I, I, I love it. Mm. The people are finally listening. Uh, but yeah, this... The, it, I, I, it's it's very good. <laughs> yeah. It's it's one of the funniest movies of the year. It's one also of the best that, yeah. science Hilarious. fiction movies ever made. And it has great representation. It's just... Great. Like, they I could have easily fucked this up. It's too. It's really ambitious. It's, it's so very ambitious. ambitious. Imagine your first film being about a farting corpse, and then <laughs> next, you're like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> because, like, we'll talk about it next month, but another multiverse movie yeah. came out, and I like that movie a lot, but its scope is nowhere near yes, as baby, crazy. They've as... had 60 movies. I know, right? <laughs> that movie had like, what, three multiverses? We went yeah. fucking 60 in this one. Baby shit. I know, right? <laughs> Idiots. Uh, Carrie, what'd you think? I love this movie so much. I, I, I know that you said you didn't connect emotionally. I was a mess okay. watching this movie. I was sobbing. The like, I don't remember what the tipping point was, but like the last like 20 minutes of this yeah. movie, I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. And that's the way that I feel about uh, Swiss Army Man too. And I think that it's a formula that really fucking works. Maybe it's just for me, like specifically for me, it really works where it's just like big goofy, big goofy, yeah. big goofy. We're going to tell you the saddest thing you've ever heard in your <laughs> life. And it's like, oh my God, why'd you do that? And it just is the best. And I it's, really like that structure. It's a, lot. a difficult balance yes. to right, have yeah. but like when a movie does that and the daniels are definitely very good at that mm-hmm. uh, as we can tell by the interviews i saw where they are the weirdest people <laughs> on the planet yeah. um but like with a big heart um like they're able to do it and that's and that's super great you know you you want to see a big goofy silly thing but Budget for this thing. at the end of it you're like wow i i learned something from this right. that's amazing million. that's that's a lot for one of these movies but uh they they really get a lot of fucking mileage out yeah. of that money. That's just where so they go. Good. Yeah, and the fact that they're able to switch to styles so seamlessly. But anyways, Carrie, you're still surprised. Oh, I love the Wong Kar Wai yeah, style. Yeah, oh my god! Like, you I was like, oh thank God, I've seen one of those movies now. I, I now I now know the style. <laughs> also, they were like definitively like, yeah, it's green. And I was like, yeah. Mm, if you these see guys, so, these, I don't know. They probably should, that was probably the last thing they did. They, they watched the movie. I was like, shit, <laughs> turn on the filter. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta uh, fix that. 
<laughs> no, yeah, but I think that this movie is so fucking good, and it's insane how good it is. It's just, it's stupid, frankly, that a movie yeah. this good can just be released in I'm, today's day and age. I'm, I'm excited because A24 puts out a lot of good merch, but, like, they never put out the merch for my favorite A24 movies. Um... Because it's like, you know, The Lamb had a very nice Blu-ray, and they still haven't done any more Blu-rays, which I is know. blowing my mind. So it's like, I don't know. put out some good more. on the books, though, Ryan. I, the books I don't are like 60, the books. The books are $60. I don't sorry. like the books. I, I, I think the books are kind of bad, but my, I like whatever. my hereditary book, but the point that the p- pictures yeah, are they, fucked they, up, that is true. That's just it's, a, that's it's a, a weird, <laughs> it's a dumb, they should have done a long book. If, uh, if, yeah. if they do a sale, I'll probably buy it. If they do a sale, I'll probably buy the Witch book. Because I'm weak. But I, I hope I hope they do have more good uh, merch some, for this. Some cool releases. Some for cool this releases movie. for this one. Besides, hot dogs handed is fun, but I want yeah. I want like you want a wreck. I want a very <gasps> cool. That'd be very good. <laughs> I don't want a regular Blu-ray. This I want a nice crispy yeah. boy. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else to say. This. Oh yeah, the fucking Russo brothers produced this thing. I know. I've seen that in the credits. I was like, oh, they're good for them, I guess. <laughs> Um, shout out to this movie for giving me the Jamie Lee Curtis screen time that I wanted from Halloween. <laughs> like she gets to do so many fun action scenes in this movie, and I was like, "This is what I wanted." Thank you very much. Uh-huh. So I really appreciate. Yeah, fi- that. finally a, a movie came out in this cent- in this uh, decade that respects Jamie Lee Curtis. Finally, <laughs> somehow. Well, Knives Out respected her. It's true. That's oh, true. But it's been a while since you Knives Out. It's time, it's time to rewatch that. It's always time to rewatch Knives Out, George. <laughs> the sequel comes out this it's year. How good that movie was. That's... Yeah, but now I have expectations. I mean, I had expectations going in, but I did not expect them to knock it out of the park. I know. Well, I, 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 I hope they knock it out of the park again. Yeah. But I don't know. That was we'll a great year for movie 2019. Damn. Anyways. So yeah, this movie's fantastic. This so, Carrie, where does this crack on your favorite movies of all time list? Oh, I don't know. I haven't added it to that yet. I usually like usually to wait, wait a little a bit. While yeah, it's when fresh. Because, like, I just added like Pig and Nighthouse to, and, and Bo Burnham to my to my all time list. But I don't know. I'm sure it has a spot. I Anyways, I feel okay. like I have a I have a hard time seeing this movie. Like, this movie has to crack the. The general, like, I feel like at a certain point, once it's on streaming, once more people watch it, it has to reach a point where, like, guys, this is the best movie of the year. Like, come on. Right. Like, I don't know what, like, it's like, ah, I just can't find a way, like, to be cynical that you could ignore it. So yeah. I'm hopeful that it can, it's just, it's just fucking, fun. it's well, just I mean, it's phenomenal. still, like, at theaters. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, I, it's so cool that it's just staying there Growing. by a word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. Just, this is perfect. Because, like, I was thinking about going to maybe just see it again the other night and i looked at the random wednesday night showing and it was a smaller theater and it was completely full and i was like oh i love that <laughs> Perfect. yeah that's yeah, weird it's a weird i don't know if you can replicate it. it's a weird because there's not a lot showing and they were smart i mean again as a marketer but as a movie person i hate i wish it was just everywhere like all at all once all the movies <laughs> everywhere, everywhere all at once. yeah <laughs> but i get like you gotta slowly build because you want to get that word of mouth and you want to but 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 until it reaches its apex and then this movie had the longest tail ever because of its quality and because there's just not much showing so it's been great it's a it's a perfect storm of like stuff working in its favor so anyways it's fantastic um I will say I wanted to give another Greg anecdote when we oh, were leaving. Great. Then we were. I'll we crack were, open my Starlight Pepsi. When we this. were leaving the theater, 
after, because I took Greg to see this movie, and afterwards I was like, so Greg, between that movie that we just watched and Sonic 2, which movie do you think is, and before I even finished the question, he's like, oh, that's Sonic 2, that unequivocally, Great. and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, <laughs> have your own opinion, obviously, I respect But that's the wrong you, one. But what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Anyways, that's all the movies of April, folks. Um, May. There's not a lot coming, but as we mentioned, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, is already out. We've already seen it. Um, we'll have opinions on it. Someday. 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 <laughs> what the fuck is Marmaduke? Netflix has a Marmaduke movie. Dog, I know who oh. Marmaduke is. <laughs> you know who like... voices Marmaduke in the uh, Netflix? Wait, wait, wait. I want to guess. I want to guess. Okay. Uh, Owen Wilson. No. Am I close? Maybe. <laughs> Pete Davidson. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't close at all. Oh, close? That's not close to Owen Wilson at all. I think Owen Wilson might have voiced both, the original Marmaduke movie. Both actors. <laughs> yeah, they're both men. I just thought of Owen Wilson because of uh, Marley and me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, there's a Netflix Marmaduke I have a, movie. I have a theory that's been proven so many times that if you're ever talking to like a dude and he's like, I don't cry in movies, except for one. It's mm, always Marley and me. Every single time. Like, I cried like a baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a Marmaduke movie, and I've seen reviews of Letterboxd. It's like 1.9. <laughs> which is very funny. I think it's time yeah. we make another Garfield movie. That's what I guess. Right, it's about yeah. damn time. <laughs> yeah, starring Chris Pratt, remember? Oh. <laughs> Stop it. Sorry, Marmaduke has a 1.2 on Letterboxd. Let me see it. Oh, is it like an anime? Oh, yeah, I thought it was... It's oh, fully that's, animated. That's yeah. not even trying. It just looks like I don't think that's new. real, Ryan. <laughs> this this is a real movie. This is a 2022, real... okay. It looked like a fake fucking old movie. I it's know. on Netflix. We can watch it right now instead of stupid Turn Halloween 3 season of The Anyways, Witch. that's significantly less interesting. Anyways, um... Firestarter. Firestarter. <laughs> Liar, liar, plants for hire. This movie doesn't look real. It's pants on fire. Or no, it's pants on fire, Patrick. You know. Yeah, this movie looks rough. I can't believe it's real. Uh, It doesn't look good. Um, I will say that the Firestarter book has one of my favorite Stephen King covers. I'm going to look it up. It's pretty cool. But other than that, there's not much I can say. I haven't read the book, and I haven't seen the original movie, so I don't know. It seems like a like a uh, Stephen King writing a superhero movie, but in the it's ilk of like Stephen a King. like an Unbreakable type thing, where it's like yeah. this is a weirdo. Superhero. And that, that is a pretty good cover. That would have been that's like a cool book idea for like you know the seventies. Oh yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> like, but like if, think about like that's the why time you're fake. making this. Movie. That's why it's like what if. Fire's gonna be fucked up. Brightburn came out four years ago. That was the last time we had one of these. I, I should watch Brightburn. I it's it's alright. I think I only liked it because of the crazy gore scenes. I don't think I cared about any of the other parts. Well, that's Firestarter. Um, uh, Pleasure. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's so- the porn star. Yeah, this is the neon yeah. released movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about a, a, a movie about. Being a porn star in LA in our current in our like modern times, uh, so commentary on that. No, it looks interesting. Looks cool. I don't know. I want to watch it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that's all I gotta say. But I hope it. I hope it shows up somewhere 
relatively timely or on Hulu relatively timely since mm-hmm. all that stuff goes on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, um, what is the innocence? It's a the innocence in it. <laughs> Isn't that British? I thought it was. British. Oh no, it's like innocence. Innocence. Oh, in- we're doing an Emma joke. Innocence. Got it. No, Emma. No, no, no. How I, dude, that movie sucked to watch. I thought, that was a fun. Dance. I think that movie really sucks because that was the last movie yeah, that we watched the in theaters before they all closed down. And we're like, man, this COVID thing is getting really weird. Not, isn't and it? it was like clear that fucking Bernie Sanders is not gonna, yeah, and then the COVID. It was, a, it was a bad time. Uh, no, but but at least this, we're watching that, but <laughs> thank God. No, but this is like a Norwegian horror movie. I don't know much about it. I think there's probably a trailer, but I haven't watched it yet. I just see the poster around and people talking about how it's good. It's about like four kids who discovered they have some sort of supernatural power. They can start fires. and Yeah, they can start fires with their mind. But it just seems good. And I've heard good things, so I'm interested in it. And I've been watching out for it. And it's finally coming out, supposedly. What is on the count of Man, three? I don't know jack is this, shit. Is this the sequel to Natty Carrie, Carrie, good job making these notes, because I know you. nothing. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a trailer for this on, I think I passed it on Twitter or Instagram, but it's about these two, I'm not sure if they're friends prior, but one guy who has decided that the best option for him is to end his own life. But he doesn't want to do it by himself. So he finds a friend, question mark, who had just survived a suicide attempt. And they're like, okay. It's like a very, very dark comedy of them being like, all right, we're going to kill ourselves today. And it's just that joke over and over again of them trying to build up the nerve to each take their own life. So we'll see. It just looked funny. Hmm. Interesting. It looks like a fun time. Well, you know. Well, you know what? It's going to be a really fun time, Carrie. No. Downton Abbey, Speaking a new era. <laughs> Carrie, I got a packed idea for you. On the count of three. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know. This is for someone, I guess. Not... Uh, yeah, not for me. I was invited to a, a screen with some co-workers. Like, Ryan, you want to go see Downton <laughs> Abbey? The one new... thing I know about you, co-worker Ryan, <laughs> that you love movies. And that this is the most epic movie that's, of all time. That's the. Th- I don't know if you guys get this too, but like when I told them, like, oh, I love, I like, I see a lot of movies. It was like, oh, did you see the new Downton Abbey? And it's like, what? No, not like that. <laughs> no, no, I like movies, but not like movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do, like the movies. I do like that the Alamo is offering toast yeah. <laughs> as a special menu item. <laughs> Whoa, twelve dollars. <laughs> Welcome to our prestigious screening of Downton Abbey Crunch! <laughs> oh, sorry, it's my fucking cucumber toast. Sorry. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, well, now. <laughs> this Chippendale movie's already coming out? Yeah. Wow. This is, this is by the I Lonely Island anything. crew. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw the trailer and I was like, that looks awful. <laughs> I think it looks fine. Like, it looks like a Disney thing. Well, knowing thing. that, I'm like, okay, well, at least it's supposed to look Yeah. Awful. So, but because, like, it, I want to give this a, the Chip and Dale movie a try because it is a Lonely Island crew, and their movies don't trailer well. Like, the Popstar trailers true. were not very good, but that movie is that awesome. very funny. <laughs> so, I'm hoping this this has something. I like, and I like mixed media animation. You have completely changed my mind on this So, movie, yeah. I think it might be fine. Yeah. It, it is a Disney Plus movie, so the bar is going to be very low. But, you know, whatever. Did either of you guys watch Chippendale? 
No. No, I watched it. I think I saw it sometime Saturday morning as a kid, but I don't have a fond memories of I don't it. Remember. I remember the theme song. That's about it. I've not watched it. Nope. Yeah, me neither. Anyways, men. I've come around on this. This looks. I watched. I looks. This looks good. I'm excited. I'm. I don't know. I'm hoping it's good. But I but fear you that it's bad. You don't want another um, Edgar Wright situation. I certainly do not. Oh. <laughs> I get that. I think, I think Alex Garland's track record with how he treats women in his films makes me feel like this is probably going to go... The, yeah, Debs is pretty good. Um, it came out at a bad time, though, because it came out right when COVID happened. And I don't think people wanted to watch a sad sci-fi story um, in April 2020. Um, I did, and I thought it was great. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm excited for men. Just because, even if it's bad, Jesse Buckley. Jesse, oh my God, Jesse Buckley. <laughs> I love her. Um, getting gaslit and gatekeeped, and finally, and completing her transformation into girl, girl boss. boss. Finally, <laughs> the the era is here. <laughs> yes. Um, God, Top Gun Maverick, the best movie of the summer. A fucking apparently, holy shit! I'm open to this. Movie. I mean, I, I, I mean, you've seen more Mission Impossible movies than me. Is that correct? Uh, I no, see, I saw one. Okay, I remember you enjoyed it. I liked. It. I, I saw like, one. Like, so you've like, seen more than me? Yeah, I feel like I would love them, and I somehow have never seen. Yeah, any that of them. one that just came out. I enjoyed that movie a lot. I want. I, it made me want to go back and watch more, but I still have like a I don't like Tom yeah, Cruise yeah. vibe. I but he keeps sneaking don't. his way into movies that I really like. I think Tom Cruise might secretly be good as an actor, as a guy who does dumb bullshit, and I enjoy looking at him doing. I think so, but I don't know. I think he might secretly be really cool, but he gives off a, bad like, vibes. He gives off like like not that I like him or his mind yeah, or sure, anything, yeah. but he does like cool things and he commits to things in a cool way but also it's like I just, I, everything about the way you talk so, about what you do is just off-putting yeah he he feels very uncanny valley like yeah, not like, like not a living person yeah. like not a real person <laughs> yeah. um and yeah i i don't like tom cruise he he scares me really i i, feel, I get that i feel like <laughs> I feel like the whole Scientology thing and him being like the face of that is just like that still sticks in my mind. I think. Yeah, Which informs not liking him as much. And it's just like I feel like there's something very dark underneath yeah, there. Yeah, um, it's either secret cool or secret darkness. Yeah, I think yeah. There's there's I think there's two Toms in that head, and one of them <laughs> one of them is like probably a really cool guy who's like. Turn off motion blur, please. It's true, I do like that. Um, and then the other ones who's like, I got this crazy idea. It's like, we all just like go to this church and we lose our goddamn minds. <laughs> and all our money. Yeah. But it's okay because we'll just make another Mission Impossible movie and break our legs. <laughs> Whoa! Like, like I'm, I'm scared of him and I, I've never really liked any of his movies and I don't care about Top Gun. I've never seen it. Me either. The first uh, I like the fun. song. It, it's a fun movie. Like, it's not It's not anything like, wow, this changed my life. For me, personally, at least. But, yeah. But the way like, this movie is... It's a fun movie about dudes being guys hanging out. Oh, that, yeah. The that. way this movie is marketed is like, welcome back to Top Gun. It's like, yeah, Top Gun. This was the movie, I guess, for people. For some people, But people is. who like it are like, you don't you need to give a shit that much about the last one, apparently. Yeah, so. probably. I don't know. Anyways, I'll watch this. Sure. Watch there's not the thing is there's not much. Yeah. <laughs> and also I need to see because people are like yeah. Woo over the moon I'm over this. I'm movie. always open for a big fun 
spectacle movie. And also it's got Miles Teller in it. Like, uh, That's true. With a he mustache. Did, he did this instead of the Elvis movie. Idiot. Well, I don't know if he was asked to do mm-hmm, the Elvis true. movie, but the internet wanted him to play Elvis. Uh, do they want the movie to be bad? It's gonna be bad. bad. Oh, no. no, no, don't. It's gonna be. It's gonna. Well, I, I, let me let me clarify. It's okay. gonna be amazing. <laughs> but it's gonna it's a, be horrible. Some might say I'm the villain. <laughs> of this star. Miles Teller is not a good actor. I'm just gonna say I that. Mean, I, like Whiplash is a good movie, but I think it's good because he's an he's idiot. Yeah. He's a competent idiot. He's a bit of a buffoon. Yeah. J.K. Simmons just yells. At yeah. Him. So that's, that's what makes true. it good. Um, but he's he's just not your rough. tempo, you would say. He's not my tempo. There's also like rumors of him not being oh, yeah, very cool the with the vaccine. vaccine. Oh. Yeah. That, oh, I was thinking oh. different things. <laughs> Oh, what, de- mean, what was the other thing? I think he's bad. Like a, like a predator yeah. or something. Oh, I could also see that, but I, I heard one thing about him being all weird about getting back that to all. He might be just bad in general. Anyways, Maybe. I'll watch Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> yeah. I wish there was an actual good IMAX screen ni- nearby, but there isn't anymore. It's all over. I don't even know where that fucking other... You know the one. The one you probably drove to go watch Annette. I think that's the theater you went to. Oh, no. We went to Annette in Lincoln. Okay. But uh, there is an IMAX in Council Bluffs. That's the one that's I'm thinking. That's what we drove to to go watch Chaos Walking. Oh, no. <laughs> My God, Carrie. <laughs> the movies you choose the one for... The like, go-karts? The movies you choose for the premium experience, the Jeff Keeley family experience is Listen, very interesting. You're, you're making fun of me, but I saw that jacket in IMAX. <laughs> that's a nice yeah, and though. I'm mad that I wasn't there. Clearly, that's the theater where I saw The Dark Knight Rises in IMAX, but also the one where I oh. learned about Greg's popcorn, like the butter. He's like, George, this theater is the best because <laughs> they got this, the butter thing. So yes, times. they got because they have dispense your own butter. butter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Greg right. was like. Hell yeah. He tells me this story all the time where him and his childhood friend went to go see. It's either the South Park movie or the Aqua Team Hunger Force movie. I don't movie. remember this part. But uh, he said that him and his friend went to that theater and they found out that you could put your own butter on the popcorn and they just destroyed their popcorn yeah. with butter. And then while they were watching the movie, both of them got like horrible stomach aches. And they're like, oh God. <laughs> Anyways, this has been a very Greg focused <laughs> podcast. Greg. Anyways, we saw the Dark Rises and we were complete assholes. Where we there was a whole line of people waiting to get in and we just spoiled the whole thing <laughs> on purpose. I don't know why we were to, we that. we were eighteen to be fair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we we were we were eighteen. That's so mean. I yeah. think I think I yelled a fake thing. Uh, I don't remember. Just to mess with people. I think I said, like, oh, Ryan Reynolds was great. Anyway, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Uh, Bob's Burgers movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like Bob's Burgers. I think it's fine. But Me too. I'm done seeing this yeah, trailer. Yeah, I'm done seeing this trailer. <laughs> I haven't watched a ton of Bob's Burgers. I think I've only watched, like, part of the first It's an offensive. It's fine. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. This is gonna this is gonna be a family movie for, for the, the Lance families. family. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because they they all love Bob's Mother's Burgers. Day. Yeah. That happens. Uh, oh no, that's my mom's birthday. I'm sorry, my mom's birthday's later. The same month. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. Mother's Day is coming up. Uh, I guess oh, oh no. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's that's May. So yeah, not a lot, folks. Um, 
It's a bummer. Uh, but we'll watch There's them. There's a new Stranger Things season coming out. I don't give a Why? shit. Yeah, I'm with Carrie. Dude, it feels like a lifetime since he's done. Don't those, care. I think those it's been four are, or five years. Those kids are old now. Yeah. And it's like, man, I'm done. Like, come on, guys. They could have ended it for the third one. The third one ends in a nice place where you could end it. It does, yeah. And this is like, I don't care. It's especially really funny just because it. Netflix loves canceling stuff now. They lost like $12 and they're like, oh no! And then they just panic and cancel everything. <laughs> I just everything. have a bad feeling. I think this thing's going to suck ass. I just have a feeling it's going to be bad. What? I don't know, man. Anyway, season three of Stranger Things is fucking great. I love that. It's pretty good. It's so good. I I dipped after season one, and I don't think I'll ever be convinced to keep going. That's fine. But season three is great. I think it's the peak of that show. It's better than one. It's very good. I'm at peace knowing that it's good, and that I'm not going to watch it. (laughs) I'm not excited about the Netflix hype machine to this. I'll probably... Mm -hmm. I don't even think I'll watch it. It feels like a lifetime ago, man. I don't know. Anyways... Uh, I'm not looking forward to that, Ryan. Sorry. I almost added it to the list because I was like, isn't there something else big in May? People love this. Well, isn't the fucking Obi-Wan show coming out? Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. One of my bosses is hyped for that. I gotta say, this Ian McGregor guy is adorable. He's so cute. He's great. He's really something. (laughs) He's great. But you know what? what? He's excited about Star Wars, and you know what? God bless him. Go watch a Star Wars. I'm not gonna watch Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'll just watch Mulan Rouge again. (laughs) Or Birds of Prey. (laughs) It's just like, I love him, but like, I, my disdain for Star Wars has grown so much because all these Star Wars shows suck ass. All these Star Wars <gasps> suck. There's so much Star Marvel Wars show, and they're all the exact same. People like, oh my god, right here, see the episode where all the water. It's like, what words are you saying to me? <laughs> I'll Am probably I supposed play to that, know? I'll probably play that video game eventually because I've never played that Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen. Jedi Chaos Walking. <laughs> That's a joke, I think. Very good. Anyways, uh, that is an end of the podcast joke, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan, if people wanted to find more of that kind of humor, where could they find it? You can go on my letterboxed film piece, and you'll see my review of Firestarter. Maybe, maybe maybe that'll drop tonight. Or not. Who knows? <laughs> Carrie, here your folks find you. You can find me on Letterboxd just by searching my first name. Carrie. K-A-R-R-I-E. Have I even... What's the fucking last thing I logged on Letterboxd? Uh, I'm George. Hello. Fun game. Oh, it's probably uh, Doctor Strange. And Shrek! I'll probably watch Shrek 2 at some point. Nice. Mine Shrek was, is pretty good. Mine was the, the Gonjiam Haunted Asylum movie. Oh, yeah, you guys talked about that. That movie's very good. That movie's amazing. That's, that's like the most <laughs> underrated, like, like, hidden gem yeah. out there. I, I went, oh, is this the movie you mentioned in the podcast? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. like spook, I, I, spooky. I went, yeah, yeah you, you described it, and I was like, oh, perfect. And then yeah. me and my mom went to the mall on my birthday, and we went to the, the Suncoast uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. store, and they had it there. And I was oh, like, oh, shit. I'll pick it up. So I was like, I know I'm going to like this, and guess what? I don't know how that store still exists, but it it does. Because I go there every few weeks and spend a lot of money. I'm surprised a DVD of that movie is out there. I know. (laughs) That's that's weird to me. I have it. There you go. Anyways, uh, that's a podcast. We'll see you in May. Fuck yeah, I guess we'll talk about Dr. Strangy and uh, his multiverse and Top Gun. So, (laughs) look forward to that. Uh, Until then, bye-bye.